Welcome to Phone Messages, episode 110, If We Can Manage It. My name is Paul Mason Foch. This week, I play message number four from Anjali Grant. And we hear the second half of the interview with Anjali and Julia D'Amico from last week. In the interview, we reference the message from last week's episode, as well as a message from Anjali played in episode 102, I'll Figure Something Out. So if you haven't already, you might want to go back and listen to those recordings. This week's message is 20 seconds long and is from the late summer or early fall of 1989. Here we go. Why don't I call you later on and see if you're around, and if so, if we can manage it, we can do that thing tonight. Otherwise, then I guess another time, but like, if you want to make plans, just go ahead. Like, If it's convenient for both of us, we can do it. How about that? Okay, bye. That's you, Angela. <laughs> But it doesn't quite sound like you. It's like a no, little. No, that's a weird message. That that sort of let's do something, but like not really. <laughs> you sound cute. Know. You sound so young, though, right? Oh. A lot of likes. Do you think you talk differently today? I would hope that I don't use like quite as often, but I don't think I talk that differently. I think that message is interesting because you're like we had plans, but. Well, maybe there were kind of tentative plans. Don't you think maybe Paul wasn't like, like we were supposed to do something with him and he wasn't showing up or something? Yeah, it sounds That's like it guess. sounds like someone yeah. was blowing me off. Yeah, or just like not. Maybe you or forgot or something. Yeah, or something. Both of these Why messages. Why did you blow me off, Paul? <laughs> well, it's interesting because both of these messages suggest kind of an unreliability on my part. You two were waiting for me. Yeah. And you're like, what's the deal? Like, we're supposed to go out to dinner. Maybe I never even, you know, I totally blew you off that time as well. And then like this time, it's like, <laughs> but I love how you say that thing. You don't say <laughs> what it is. It's just like that thing. Yeah, like 20 years later, we'd really, we're really curious. you <laughs> <laughs> could have been a little clearer. Paul, <laughs> have you always been this unreliable? And the other funny thing is the last message with Anjali and me was about kind of the same thing. You That's know, right. like me supposed to pick you up. But I see how it is. It could be that this is the artifact of an answering machine. You know, those are the types of messages. It's like, if, if you reach somebody, you're not going to leave them a message. It's a time when we didn't have cell phones. You know, you can't just call somebody like, oh, you know, where are you? You're, we're supposed to have dinner now. So do you remember me as being kind of flaky or? No. Not at all. I, I mean, I feel like I have these very impressionistic memories of that time snatches of things and little bits and pieces i think what i remember about you is that you would like make meals and then like always make carrot cake or something for dessert which i thought was like kind of impressive like it was like 
you know, we would cook, Anj and I would cook, but it was like, this was a step beyond, yeah. I felt, where we were going. Yeah, I remember yeah. making bread. I do too. I remember thinking that was just really weird. Like, why would anyone make bread? Yeah, I think and you were in one of my painting classes. Paul was? Uh, with who? Vera Clement. And Ariel Exta was in that class. And Ariel would only paint in Southwestern colors, teal and adobe red. Okay. And Vera got really, really annoyed. She was like, why are you using these two colors? Like, she was sort of furious. <laughs> and Ariel was like, this is what I want to do. I'm going to do it. <laughs> you remember that? Sadly, no. I do not remember that. I remember other details of Vera Clement's class. For example, the assignment to paint a self-portrait. And for this assignment, my friend Brian Coberly depicting himself with wide-open eyes. But I have no recollection of any other fellow students, including Anjali. And this is precisely what makes memory so peculiar. As Anjali puts it, we each recall bits and pieces from the past, but our recollections often do not overlap. Anjali and I attended the same studio art class in the winter of 1987, but the bits that linger from this common experience are a few scattered pieces in a thousand-piece jigsaw puzzle. After Anjali told her story of a classmate who painted using pigments from a limited southwestern palette, I could conjure an image of a young woman by a canvas covered in earth tones, teal, and shades of gray. But I doubt this image has any connection to what actually happened 34 years ago. This classmate, by the way, is now a successful author of nine books including The Secret Language of Color, which might sound surprising considering Professor Clement's disdain for her choice of hues. On the other hand, maybe her aesthetic choices revealed an unappreciated expertise. Ariel Ekstadt has certainly become an expert in book publishing. She is the co-founder of The Book Doctors, a service that guides aspiring authors from idea to manuscript to published work. So if you are determined to have your words in print, go to thebookdoctors.com. And if that book is a memoir, perhaps I can help by playing a message that you left on a phone answering machine. You can contact me through my website, pfoch.com. Com. That's P-F-O-T-S-C-H dot com. Once again, many thanks to Anjali and Julia for sharing their memories. And thank you for listening. Talk to you next week.